That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? I made a promise to my parents that I would rid this city of the evil that took their lives. Batman, Jeff Loeb, The Long Halloween. Good evening, everyone, and happy Halloween. The Bat Force Long Halloween Countdown to Halloween Day concludes in this episode as we cover the final issues from issue 10, which is the Independence Day issue, issue 11, which is the Roman Holiday issue, issue 12, which is the Labor Day issue, and issue 13, which is the finale entitled Punishment. It is time to finally learn who the serial killer is and what is to become of Gotham in this legendary Batman story that transcends the genre of comic book storytelling and art. Read along with us in the spirit of Halloween. So chapter 10, Independence Day, and the cover, very dark, uh, magenta with... uh, Yellow fireworks, the silhouette of Batman and Catwoman with glowing eyes to match the uh, yellow fireworks. Great cover. First page. Uh, it goes right into black and white, so you know Holiday's back to kill. We see the door open for the Gotham City Coroner uh, right by the water. And the Gotham City Coroner gets killed by Holiday. Boom. Turn the page. Splash. Cityscape. Under the bridge, fireworks everywhere. The red fireworks look kind of like uh, blood, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Some symbolism there. Right. Against that uh, gray monotone. Then you have the coroner's car uh, right on the water by the dock. Nice bridge. And, um, and you can see the, the, uh, the little pieces <laughs> left down there beside the, beside the car. Right. Yeah, great observation. Holiday left his little trinket again. Great cityscape. Turn the page. And we have Bruce and Selena on a, a balcony over in Wayne Manor. Pretty much they're talking about um, escaping, right? Selena. She wants, wants him to leave, and that's exactly where Nolan got his little plot from in fucking Dark Knight Rises. Yes. You're welcome, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Bridge, how was the future? Fucking sucked. Good observation. Selena wants um, Bruce Wayne to just leave with her escape, but then the bat signal goes up in the air. Turn the page, and Harvey Dent's right by the signal where Batman shows up. Nice page. Look at that shadow cast in the back of Batman, huh? Well, it made me wonder. It made me wonder what he said to kind of get rid of her. You know, I gotta go drop off some movies at Blockbuster. Uh, I just ate some Chipotle. I'll be back in (laughs) twenty. He he puts up a little poop signal and then just leaves. So what is it? Um, Harvey's telling Batman that he was wrong about Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Suspect him. In that first panel, uh, it's cool that we see Harvey pre Two Face flipping that coin while he stands there talking. 
Right, and then if you look in the next page, <coughs> next to it, um, the coin is pretty much almost aligned right up to his eye. It's kind of eerie, isn't it? The and there's that shadow cast on the one side of his face again. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, just to mention real quick about the way Tim Sale draws Harvey's profile, if you look at the action figure, they really nailed it. Like, the sculpt for his face, it's really... Oh, my God. Uh, dude, that is honestly my favorite two-face Mm. figure they ever done yeah really good it's shit. a good one mm. i just love what that about the uh, capullo one that didn't come out yet we turn the page and this is really interesting maroney's behind bars sophia sophia falcone comes to visit him and then they start kissing Turns out Maroni, no, it turns out Sophia did time for Maroni, right? Yeah, and, and the years have not been kind to her or her face. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, or her hair. Back. She looks like she already shagged him. And That one Ooh. shot with Maroni from behind kissing her, it looks like Maroni is kissing Chewbacca. Oh, <laughs> and poor Vernon's had to watch this whole thing going, Ugh. Yeah, Vernon's there as well, <laughs> the little snitch. So they're both talking about how Harvey Dent is the cause of all of this. And we flip over to the next page, and we're at Jim Gordon's residence. You see on the windowsill about six baby pacifiers lined up. The same thing used to suppress the fire from the gun that Holiday is using. We're in the kitchen, and Gilda's talking to Barbara Gordon about how Harvey's changing and how everything's turning to shit and how obsessed he is with this case. Now, how many people have been killed at this point? Do you think that... The six pacifiers equal the same number of people have been killed? We're on ten, so it would be at wow. least ten people, wouldn't it? Or nine, because they ain't killed nine. the Riddler. Yeah. And and you got to think about, there were uh, there was the carload of guys that got whacked. There was oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, so. yeah. Never mind. Toots, never <laughs> forget. No, good observation, though. Like They go to Costco and buy a bunch of fucking pass. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her dress. Barbara Gordon's dress. <laughs> What's the first thing you think of when you look at that? The Riddler. The Riddler. Yep. It looks like a riddle dress. But then on closer inspection, it's just ugly. <laughs> Hashtag looks like shit. <laughs> we turn the page. Um, Gordon is with Batman on the dock where the coroner was killed. And you can see a little statue, uh, Statue of Liberty mini statue holding a flag with the gun and two shells obviously holiday was there he's targeting civilians now why would he target the coroner you know they're jim and him are going back and forth uh Catwoman, oh. she's following him <laughs> right she's following him and really interested talking about harvey Parker. and all of a sudden the fireworks are going off in the background but um jim says that's odd all the city's fireworks were set off earlier so Batman flies out to investigate. We're at the bank. Two cops are outside, and they're... What, what's, what's that green shit falling on? Is that bird shit, or is that a... <laughs> well, it's something that uh, Scarecrow well, guys, and Mad Hatter made. I think it's made. toxin. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I was just kidding. It's some kind of green... I, I thought it was toxin, too. I don't know if they were uh, starting to have their fear enhanced or whatever. But then you have this missile... With a green flame behind it just <laughs> explode. And then that silhouette of the Scarecrow and the Mad Hatter on a, a buggy? Is that what this, we Yeah. This just shows Dude, you how so crazy good. they are. 
you would think if you robbed a bank, you would have like a truck lined up. To, but no, they want a horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> just a nice romantic horse-drawn thing hey, through, what's through, the, what's <laughs> through Central Park, you know. I do like Jeff Loeb, Scarecrow, and Hatter because they're fucking out of their fucking mind insane. <laughs> you know, they're just... They're, to a T, they were just those two together, are almost like Shane and Rich together, man. <laughs> Quite smart, <laughs> definitely. Oh man, they're a lot of fun. Yeah, we turn the page. Hatter and Scarecrow robbing the bank, throwing bags of money in this buggy. Right, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Batman comes swooping down. He's about to beat the, you know, he's about to do the old uh, Duke and Tiger uppercut on the ass things. <laughs> Man Hatter's face. Oh! Hatter's about to shoot him with a double barrel shot uh, handgun. Comes swooping in his Catwoman. Boom. Saves his ass again. How many times she's going to save it at, save his ass in the story? Actually, one part I quite like is that um, when she says, Oh, my paws and whiskers, talking about the only line she knows from Alice in Wonderland. Because I guess he was reciting that while they were going going at it. She's saying that to Batman. He's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is how they were just hanging out earlier as Bruce and Selina. And now they're fucking fighting th- these two psychopaths. Well, do you think that as Catwoman... She changes her voice, too, where Bruce wouldn't recognize her, or do you think he pretty much has an idea at this point? I think it's she a comic like book. He's the, he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know it's Selena. That's a that's a far stretch. But, yeah, he, he continues to question, question her motives, and uh, he knows that the Roman orchestrated all of this with Scarecrow and the Hatter. Um she keeps trying to tempt him. It's not working. We turn the page. She's jumping away, and he's just standing there talking about the price of independence. And going back to the Haunted Night episode, Robin, we were talking about this earlier, about um, the the first um, Halloween special that Sale and, and um, Loeb did. Fairs. Right. But it was originally called Choices. Yes. But they changed it to Fears, and, I, and I'm guessing it's because in this last page of this issue in the splash page scarecrow is saying fears while the mad hatter is saying madness so oh. you know, or jeff Lope was listening to a lot of tears for fears at the time Chapter 11, the Roman holiday. The cover is a big old, I guess, Italian pastry cake. And on each candle we have on top, the cake is a Batman is a candle. The second second tier, you have Gordon and Harvey Dent, right? And the third tier, we have Carla and uh, Sophia. All right, so. It's a, yeah, it's a birthday cake. And, and I mean. Oh, I just noticed Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah. yeah, Catwoman's on the ground with the cake next Got to it. Got kicked out. <laughs> First splash page, we have Gilded Dent, right? Just you know, looking concerned as ever and asking uh, her husband, Harvey Dent, to tell him the truth. They're in the basement, the workshop. It's August, judging by the calendar right there. And she's questioning the gun in the, the basement because it's the same handgun that Holiday's using, but Harvey's just... Talking about how it's evidence. It was from the crime scene. This is pretty <laughs> cool, this scene. Um, we're at the bar. Dive bar. Looks on the ground. During the day, by the way. Batman's there. Looking for, the, 
I'm looking for the Riddler. This guy's like, get out of my place, Batman. Where grab. everyone knows your name, he just comes in and kicks <laughs> everyone's ass. <laughs> Norm! <laughs> they try to take a swing at him with the bat, turn the page. He, Batman throws him into the bottles. Some guy cracks a chair over Batman's back, and they're punching him. Batman's starting to learn how, as um, superstitious as they are, the night is much more of a friend to him than the daytime. And uh, Yeah, I, I like how that's addressed, how uh, the whole costume and the theatrics right. don't, uh, don't get the job done in the light of day. Yeah, a little year one nod right there as well. And then you have the Riddler clapping, and he's... Did, this was a good. Um, I, I really like this panel because you have the Riddler looking odd as fuck, just sitting there drinking. To me, I think Sale was trying to convey a really stressed out, fucked up Riddler, especially after his encounter with Holiday. You know, that's what I saw, right? Right, the first time I've ever even. Oh, it. he he is hammered off his ass. Yeah, it's hilarious, and he's busting off some bad jokes. <laughs> Pick up in. <laughs> His riddles don't even make sense. Yeah, no. he's like, <laughs> he says, "What time is it when Batman finds your hideout? Time to get a new hideout." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So we cut back to um, Carmine Falcone's office where Carla is. Yeah. So Carla's pissed off that uh, Carmine, you know, turned to what she mentions as freaks like uh, Ivy and Riddler and Scarecrow and Mad Hatter, and he tells her that she should never ask him to explain anything. Right now, we're in the jail cell, and we're, uh, Maroney's about to go to court, isn't he? Yeah. He's been under the protective care of the Gotham City Police because he's going to turn over evidence on Falcone. Right. Yeah, because he's really pissed off. And... But then he, uh, he had that visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right now, he has another visit, doesn't he? Yeah, little Dick Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important here to, that Vernon approaches him and says, you know, Here's something for your ulcer. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, just give it to me. So he, he knew what the plan was. Implies that uh, that Harvey had supplied the medicine, which uh, we'll see was just uh, code. And he's like, yeah, just give it to me. So he takes that in the courtroom where Harvey's just about to um, go to town and prosecute. So we're in the courtroom. Um, real quick, I like how they dated again. You have the guy with the typewriter and... I like how they have the trunkler in the very back top corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I noticed him right away. All the professional. <laughs> Look at that girl eating the sandwich right below that, man. Yeah, I was she must be say, pretty hungry. Hog. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck possessed him to draw? Some sales like, I'm going to draw a girl eating the sandwich. Chunkler. Or turn the page. And uh, Sophie is with Carmine Falcone. They're celebrating his birthday, right? He's blowing the candles out of his huge cake. What's this up? is what ties into the title of this issue called Roman Holiday because this is the first story that doesn't really sit around on an actual holiday. Mm-hmm. And, and so. I think Jeff mentioned that because um, we're in August, right? So, right. Yeah, it was really difficult to get a holiday. Right. So I had to look up what a Roman holiday was, and um, besides it being a, a popular movie, it says that uh, it's an occasion in which enjoyment or profit is derived from other suffering or discomfort. Mm. And uh, Maroney and Dent are going at it. And then Maroney goes to Dent in the courtroom. Maybe that's why I got an ulcer from drinking the water. Dent asks, ulcer? 
<laughs> yeah, it's been killing me. Maybe I got a guilty conscience, huh? <laughs> That's kind of comical. Looking, just toying with him. This is another bit that uh, Nolan kind of took from uh, the attempt on Harvey's life in the courtroom. Mm. Yes. But, uh, yeah. They did it with uh, with a gun. Gun, yeah. The yeah, the, the plastic piece of shit gun. <laughs> Doesn't Dent just, like, grab the gun or something? And yeah. Then just, like, just takes it apart. It or whatever. <laughs> the Dark Knight. And he tells him to buy American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Dark Knight. It was a Canadian like, gun. Yeah. <laughs> hey. the, the gun apologizes to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, it didn't work, eh? <laughs> <laughs> The bullet curves hits no one. <laughs> the bullet curves and goes right back into the barrel. No big deal. It just squirts out Tim Horton's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Curve. That's what you get for shooting a gun that says double double on the side. Oh, man. So Maroney starts coughing uncontrollably. Was that Bruce Wayne in the background with skull cap and glasses and trunkler beard? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's definitely the professional. <laughs> that's the worst disguise ever. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like he don't Suspicious. look shady or anything. He comes out in his goes to court in his Carlitos wag outfit. <laughs> I guess that's the origin of Matches Malone. I guess. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, for you listeners out there, if you're reading along with us with the long Halloween, you know exactly what we're talking about. It's fucking funny. Where Maroney pulls his old handy, was it a fifty fast acting anti acid, mm. um, which actually has acid in it. Harvey goes to Maroney. I'll ask you again. Maroney goes one second, coughs again, and just lunges the fucking acid right towards Harvey Dent's face. Next panel, you have. Fal- uh, Carmine Falcone just blowing out the candles. I really love the way they did these well, two panels. Notice how Dent is holding up his fingers, you know, two fingers, and the that side of his face is blacked out, and he's like, I'm going to ask you again. Like, I'm, I've already asked you once. Now I'm asking you twice. Ah, and then, right. Yeah. And then, bam. Bam. Yeah. He... Sploosh. <laughs> Sploosh. Sploosh. <laughs> We we turn the page, and Dench just going nuts in the courtroom. He's on the ground. He's holding his face just in pain and agony, and Maroney goes nuts. Like, you're dead, Dent. That stuff will eat through cement. Did you really think you had me? Did you? And uh, who's that, Verdon, pretending he's going to get help? A little fun. Yeah. Right? I'll go and get then, the professional. Yeah, the professional's real pastry. <laughs> Carlito. Right? The narrative where he says... I'll never forget the sound of his screaming. I was like, oh, man, it's really, it's pretty intense. And cut over to the next page. We're in the Gotham City Hospital. Jim Gordon, Gilded Dent, and Barbara's there waiting in the waiting room. The The surgeon comes out. He goes, Mrs. Dent, your husband is gone. They're screaming, no. And he goes, no, he's gone. He escaped. And then he just falls onto Gordon with a uh, scalpel in his back. Ooh. Doctor comes out like, what's the worst way I can word this? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Spoiler alert, he's killing me. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. Somebody just stabbed you in the back, and your first thing is, well, instead of me going to get help, I'm going to go tell this lady her wife, his, hey, your husband... He, he checked out. He's gone. <laughs> he, should, he should have told her, man, your husband's a real backstabber. You know that? Yeah. 
He's an asshole. He's an <laughs> Get it? <laughs> oh, shit. We're black and white again. Someone's about to get killed. Carla Vitti. She's going through the coroner's uh, files and gets shot by Holiday. She's laying on the ground, and all you see is, uh, what is this? Is this a reflective window with decals on her in red? Cause yeah, that, that's what I, I took it as, like that was light shining through the window. Right, because there's nothing, there's no trinket left by Holiday for the Roman Holiday. So. But now we've got the last two people that have been killed were the coroner and... A person who was looking through the coroner's records. Right, which is Corolla. Yeah. So someone doesn't want uh, the mm. coroner's knowledge. And right. it, it makes you ask, why is she going through the cor- coroner's records? What mm. what does she suspect? Right. So. Chapter 12, The Long Halloween, issue 12, entitled Labor Day. The cover, we have a shattered picture frame of a man, obviously Harvey Dent, putting his hand out with his other one hiding half of his face. And what's really cool is that on top of this picture frame, we have a a bat outline to complete the frame, which I thought was pretty cool. I I, I took it to be uh, as like a, a mirror, like a cracked mirror. Oh, right, yeah. And like he's hiding from his reflection. Mm. All right, yeah, a mirror. It was weird. I only thought because the way it was hanging, you don't usually see mirrors hang that way with the string, but, yeah, I guess you're right. It could work out that way. Fuck you, Curb. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) No, no, either way. Jeff Loeb said it was tricky to come up with um, a concept cover for for Labor Day. They were trying to figure it out. But... The white background, I think, had something to do with never wearing white. Was it after Labor Day? Or, or before, before before Labor Day? Was it before Some, Labor Day? Mm. Who cares? <laughs> He's like, I'm Canadian. Who cares? <laughs> okay, so the first splash page in issue 12 is Hush. Hush? <laughs> that would have been amazing. Uh, no, we have it's um, hushed the whole time. Well, I kind of took it to be like almost an homage to Harvey appeared in Dark Knight Returns with the bandage on his face. Yeah, I was Except, thinking Dark Man. Mm. Oh well, Liam Neeson, Brazil. Yes, mm. there you go. Fuck. <laughs> I was thinking toilet no paper man, but uh. <laughs> yeah, well, check at the detail in his pupil real quick. It almost looks like the pacifier that they use as a silencer. Yeah. Hey, it looks crazy as hell. So it's Harvey Dent, face wrapped up in bandages. He's asking, for some reason, he just wound up in the sewers with Solomon Grundy. Talking to Solomon Grundy, no big <laughs> deal. Has his bandage over his face. Um, well, at, at this point, it says uh, that Harvey has been uh, on the lam now for nearly a month. Right, he's been missing, hasn't he? So, so this is where uh, he's taken to hiding out. He went underground. Interesting to see a return to see uh, to see Solomon Grundy again, and pretty cool that Solomon Grundy is in this tale once again. Not the not the easiest character to write in, but always cool to see him. We turn the page again. Um, they're just going at it. With Solomon does and... not like him there, you know. He... Obviously, he's interrupting the one place that Solomon feels safe, so he's, like, going after him. Dent asks him, is that what you did? Did you die and come back? Can a man live two lives? So, 
you know after re- after reciting the whole uh, the Grundy uh, poem, and that's what stops Grundy from uh, from laying that beating on him is just <laughs> Harvey remembers uh, this poem. So they're both talking about the duality of existence. We cut back over to Gordon and Bats on the rooftop and just talking about how, yeah, the evidence is incredibly damning, as Gordon puts it, against Harvey Dent with the briefcase, the handgun, uh, Falcone's ledger, and all, you know, access to all of the holiday victims. It all points to Dent. He, he, he goes to Bats. He says, my God, Harvey Dent is holiday, and Bats just does not respond. And Gordon asks him, how, how long have you known? He doesn't say anything. He's really pissed off that he's somewhat known for that long. Well, he's pissed off that he didn't come to Gordon and say, hey, I, I've got a hunch. Yeah. You know. I guess he was in denial as well. Bottom panel, when Bats is leaving, and Gordon says, fine, Harvey, you know, you know what needs to be done, but... Bats' back is facing Gordon with a long shadow cast. Gordon is staring down and seeing Batman's shadow, as if Gordon's casting the shadow of Batman. I don't know That's what one of the few times you actually see Batman leaving Gordon there, because most time he's just gone, right? Right, just vanishes. Yeah. yeah. Carmine Falcone's penthouse, where Batman is on the balcony, asking where Dent is. You know, Falcone doesn't know. He said the maniac killed his sister and his nephew and his son. And he's pretty pissed off, too. Do you know what my people call this past year? The long Halloween. So basically, Carmine's just pointing up at Bats. You don't really do that. He grabs his hand and <laughs> lunges him back in the room. Sophia comes in. He's gone. And then Catwoman's pretty much still watching him. Well, I, you know, she's surprised because he came up behind her. You would think that Catwoman, being who she is, would be able to notice when someone's approaching her or whatever. But he's so adept at sneaking up he really surprised her there and i think she's um so wrapped up in always watching falcone that uh she's kind of tied up in in watching him yeah well he questions why she's always watching him when he confronts the roman falcone and she doesn't answer so then she goes maybe it's none of your damn business so we turn the page and Bats is over in the basement at Harvey Dent's residence where Gilda comes walking down the stairs in the workshop. I love that panel. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, that's a that's a really dark panel, especially where you see the... Um, stove? Yeah. It? No, it's an iron cast stove. Like, <clears throat> my grandparents have one in, like, their basement where you load it up with wood. Which yeah, like is... A, like a wood-burning furnace? Stove, yeah, furnace, same thing. Frying some shrimp. I mean, that looks like the trunkless residence right there, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's obviously some more foreshadowing. Explain that floor to me. Is that rock or brick or that pattern's really weird? That's anyway. just a shitty uh, painter. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> Two-Face really... don't know what he's doing. Well, maybe, it, maybe it's trying to resemble the... Um, Inconsistencies on his face now, like skin grabs or whatever. I mean, everything's done on purpose with sales, so I thought that was interesting. And Bats is just talking about how there were metal filings on the guns, so you know, all the evidence points to him. We're back at Arkham Asylum again with Powder. Calendar Man. <laughs> we keep going. <laughs> what is Bats gonna realize that this guy doesn't know anything? Powder. <laughs> you know, you would think he like I, I guarantee there's people that read this and were like, this guy is useless. 
But he's really not. He throws you off, and he shows you every which way. Well, you know, um, Jeff Loeb's first, his proposal was that it would be Calendar Man as the killer, but then they changed it and made it a whole new ca- a, a new killer, but to still have Calendar Man in it. Look at his fingernails. Mm. Look how long and sharp they are. Right, yeah, that's really... You could tell he's been in there a long time. Basically, we're back to Maroney's cell, and Gordon comes in with a, a cop dressed in full SWAT gear with a helmet and everything. And they're pretty much moving Maroney because he seems to be the next target for Holiday. It would just make sense. So I like this scene when they're actually transporting Maroney. It's like they're under. It's like they're in the sewer or underground somewhere because you can see the the grate up top or whatever. Yeah, you know, the vents, yeah. And the piping and the tunnel. I bet you this is where Chris Nolan got the idea for In the Dark Night when they're transporting. I was going to say that. And then you have Gordon in the riot gear. Yeah. The Dark Knight by Christian Bale and Jeff Loeb. (laughs) (laughs) So Gordon's walking with Maroney, transporting him with the SWAT member. And then blam, blam. (laughs) Shot in the head. Well, he didn't didn't think Dent was going to be coming after him. He was like, oh, you're stupid. He's laughing about it. And then two shots in the head. Right. After Maroney takes those two shots in the head, it cuts to black and white, and then you could just see the uh, the SWAT team member jump towards Holiday, and um, Holiday's gun go off again. So the SWAT member's taking a couple in the chest with that vest. Yeah, yeah um, four shots in the chest. Gordon's on the floor. We see a flashlight, and it's sh- Gordon's shining the flashlight up at the Holiday killer, and dun-dun-dun. It's Alberto, back from the dead. Zombie Alberto. <laughs> with his purple glasses. Fucking yeah, what's idiot. with the purple? I don't know. Yeah. He fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one character that I just couldn't, Alberto. just didn't do it for me in this story. <laughs> I think that's the point, though. I think they wanted to throw well, you yeah, away. Well, yeah, they, want you, they don't want you to think that, you know, this guy would do anything. Right, someone as pathetic as Ver, um, Alberto could never seem to be a threat to anyone, so I think that's what the point was. Chapter 13 of The Long Halloween, entitled Punishment, and this cover is The Long Halloween Pumpkin, half of it rotten with uh, worms and flies around it. Right. So, that... That's a two-faced pumpkin, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, very yeah. much is. Yeah. Right. That's cool as hell. Yeah, I never thought of that before. I just thought it was, oh, you know, a rotting pumpkin, but you know, it's only half rotten, so that's cool. In first splash page, we have uh, Alberto, dick. <laughs> son of Carmine Falcone, saying that he is indeed Holiday. Gordon's on the floor, about to get capped, and the fucking SWAT team member comes up, and... Alberto's shocked. He's like, "What? I shot! I shot you down! What the hell's going on here?" He knocks the gun out of Alberto's hand, where Gordon takes it, and boom! He's punching. Here we go. Some Tim Sale jaw rocking. Stupid fucking glasses. <laughs> those glasses are crying. <laughs> so this SWAT team member just like breaks his face with one punch. You can see the blood drooling out of his mouth and smashed glass on the floor. And then another one right to the gut. 
with his right hand. This SWAT team member's going in. Then all of a sudden, we have a splash page where... It's Batman revealed to be... Batman somehow tucked his ears into the SWAT helmet. <laughs> yes. That, that, <laughs> I thought that, that was Judge a, Dredd. Yeah, that's a <laughs> big-ass fucking helmet right there, folks. Well, I, 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 I just expected that they were like kind of flexible. Mm, yeah. Like just they just fold down. They just fold down. You know what I really dig is the I guess what do you call that a billy club on the side of him? Yeah. Is that what they call? Yeah, the nightstick. Nightstick, yeah, on Batman's belt, and I'm like, yeah, Batman. Batman. <laughs> this that would be an did. awesome action figure. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. That would be. I was LPC uh, custom. <laughs> <laughs> Batman's still going to town in Alberto. He's pissed. This guy. He been, is. He's this guy's been on a murder spree and that for, bottom panel for an entire year made him suspect his friend and yeah he's wearing them very subjective fucking glasses <laughs> so Gordon kind of has to tell Batman to stop pounding the hell out of Alberto man that panel where Gordon's like hey that's enough man Batman is like almost possessed with yeah. rage that's awesome well you have to remember this is also young Batman too like between year one and two so he still is learning he's still learning how to control his emotion and his fury and anger and rage so I think Loeb did a good job at Putting that on, on page. And we cut to the next one. They arrest Alberto and the Gotham Examiner with the headline "Holiday Killer Caught." So he's in a jail cell, Alberto, with two, ca- <laughs> with two casts. He looks ridiculous, man. Tim Sale did a great job at drawing this character to look as pathetic as possible. I mean, when you look at Alberto. Smoking a look cigarette. Look at those ears. He had those ears and the glasses. Look at the, the mugshots. He looks like Man Bat. <laughs> those two cast. Carmine Falcone is into, um, talking to his son Alberto in disbelief that his son is the holiday killer. You know, it all comes down to Alberto just being really pissed off about his father, like not even remembering his birthday and then giving him a hint that it actually falls on a holiday. and. <laughs> You know, just being like a whiny little brat, isn't he? Yeah, well, he, he I, um, he's got daddy issues. Yeah, yeah. It, it, he was always thought so little of. His dad didn't want him involved in the family business, even when he was offering to help. His dad sent him away for school. Doesn't right. remember his birthday. So, yeah, he's got some issues. It was an, uh, issues enough to drive him to go on a killing spree? Well, I guess if you grow up. And your father is the head of the mafia. You don't think much of taking some lives. Mm. What's interesting to me is that you know Falcone is still reaching out to him. Like he's actually finally showing some, you know, that he cares for him in some way. Whereas before he was just like, you know, he didn't give two shits about him. Yeah. And now, now he's proud of what he did. Yeah. Alberto's all cocky, saying that you thought that Gotham City was synonymous with organized crime, but Gotham City has changed. It doesn't want your kinds anymore. Now look at me. I'm bigger than all of you put together. I am Holiday. So he's just trying to one-up his dad on the, at this point, and uh, definitely daddy issues. So then we cut back to the Harvey Dent residence with Gilda on Halloween, which is cool. Pumpkins, trick-or-treaters. Gordon and Barbara show up with uh, Little Jim, right? <laughs> little Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we gonna get well, look. That? He's, he's dressed up as a... That. 
He's dressed up as a clown, like the Joker, in a way. He is. He, is. he even has the same collar. It's a good call. Yeah, good call. Yeah, Jim doesn't turn out that well. Little sadistic fuck. Mm. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not too smart. Yeah, so they're all there at Gilda's house. She, he's still, uh, Harvey Dent is still missing, and she's asking, where's my husband? Is he even alive? Where's my Harvey? And then we cut to the next page, which is uh, one of my favorite images as well for this one. It's Arkham Asylum, right? But on, on the gate, there's a pretty, there's a, a jack-o'-lantern pretty much stuck on top of the uh, <laughs> spike of the gate. I was like, yeah. yeah that's pretty. sick, dude. And then you cut over, you see all of the uh, empty cells. <clears throat> one says, identity unknown. And then Jonathan Crane's cell is empty. Pamela Isley's cell is empty. So what the fuck's going on, right? Calendar Man's still in his cell. This is cool. Uh-huh. We have Calendar Man in his modern cell. Why the fuck does he get a modern cell with a glass sliding door, right? And a fucking newspaper. What's up with that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Calendar Man. But he does, doesn't get mail clippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a fucking tan, that's for sure. Fucking power. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is an interesting scene because um, Calendar Man's in his cell. And then you see uh, a silhouette of a man flipping a coin. And then a reflection on the glass that's known, that's making up the, the doorway to Calendar Man's cell. So it's pretty much Harvey Dent staring at Calendar Man. And then just leaving, saying, sorry. So I take it that, well, obviously Harvey Dent has released all the... The, the loons from Arkham Asylum, with the exception of Calendar Man. But why would yeah. that be? Why, why wouldn't he let Calendar Man out? What do you guys think? Well, he looks like a human Q-tip, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird. I don't know if he sees him as, you know, being useful. Mm. Yeah, way. true. Yeah, I think we'll figure it out in the few pages to come. I mean, he's... <laughs> He's clearly got it made in the fucking uh, prison. Why would he want to leave? He pre- he might have said, "Come with me," and then he was like, "No, I get the newspaper and all that good stuff." Oh shit! We cut over back to the Romans' penthouse, and uh, Carmine Carmine's just going nuts. He's pissed because uh, Alberto's going to the gas chamber when he could have stopped the whole thing. Sophia's there. And uh, we cut to the next page, and here we go. Her ugly-ass mall. <laughs> so the next page, the top uh, fencing gate on the ledge, you see some ivy. And then where the two, um, the two gangsters are, the watchmen, I guess, you know, the lookout, we have more ivy coming around them. And then in the elevator, before it opens, between the creases, you can see gas coming from the bottom, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden, the guards are just laughing uncontrollably. And then when you cut to Car- Carmine's uh, room where he is with Sophia, it seems as though the lights have cut off. I like what he says. He goes, Sophia, I want, everyone, I want everybody downstairs now. So some shit's going down. It's bad. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like how they go to like that dark ginger orange color, too, in this page. So they're in the hallway with a shitload of guns. Look how big Sophia is, man. She looks like she could take a rhinoceros to the head. (laughs) Guards are on the ground. They're just fucked. They're tootsed out, man. They're just 
total joker gassed out. They kick in the door to a room, and then this is probably one of the most famous pages in the story. Everyone knows it. Once they kick in the door in the office, you see <clears throat> some of Batman's deadliest rogues together from left to right. You got the Mad Hatter with a, a handgun that's bigger than his leg. You have uh, <laughs> Solomon Grundy, the Joker, saying trick-or-treat on the table. Two-Face in the back of... Right in the back of the penguin standing on top of the desk. Scarecrow on top as well with poison ivy on the chair. And Catwoman just to the right. Now, my first question with this panel, this page is, where the fuck did Penguin come from? I was just going to, dude, I honestly, every time I look at it, I'm like, why is this guy here? Well, I, the only thing, only theory I have is that him and Hatter kind of, uh, spilled over from madness and that it's in the same continuity. That's the only thing I can think of because they were both in that one. But other than that, he's just like, all right, hello. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, maybe Penguin helped Harvey set up the breakout to get everybody out. Yeah, it's endless, and, you know. And maybe get some weapons. And shrimp. Yeah, maybe brought some. Shit. Obviously, that's a given. <laughs> what do you guys think of that uh, little pumpkin on the ground? I love its face. I was yeah, gonna I say. <laughs> it's Ooh. that face is the one that it's shocked. Like, yeah, it's like it, it's kind of like saying, "Oh, you're fucked now," you know. Or something. That had, that has Joker written all over it. He's like, "What's the what's the one funny thing I can bring to all this?" Oh yeah, I got this pumpkin. You know, I, I'll admit that. I love the way he draws every single one of them. I don't really have any complaints about any of them. I think they're they the way he he Tim Sale did say that he was very grateful for DC allowing him to exaggerate them and Judy's you know depict them in these ways because it just worked out so well. You know, the was, was he glad that they let him draw a jack lantern with a glory hole in it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right because I mean DC, their editors, they're very strict on. Everything you know. Sometimes they make artists redraw panels because it doesn't fit what they want. You know, as far as their image of their characters, which are trademarked and heavily protected. Right. So the fact that they let him pretty much redesign each one of these characters, even including Batman. You know. Yeah. That shows a lot of trust. Shit. We cut over to the next page and uh, Harvey Dent's That's face. fucking mold. Oh. Mold. 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 And then in the next splash page, uh, you have one of the most menacing depictions of Harvey, of Two-Face that I've probably ever seen. I mean... Half of his face. I can't even explain it, man. It's like Dude. Walking Dead meets Meatball or something. It's like a zombie. Yeah. It's it's so damn good. Eyelid. It's just brutal. You know what's man. great about that is on his little cufflink, there's a yin-yang, and that is so awesome. Oh, yeah. Do you think he uses eye drops? <laughs> uh, probably not. It probably burns. Shit. You cut over to the next page, and pretty much the the, the rogues are there. Letting Falcone know that the city belongs to them. They're not going to let him, you know, think he's running it anymore or whatnot. And then, um, and then we have some smoke grenades come in. Right? I love the, everything about this is amazing. Batman just dropping in. 
Here we go with the freaking tiger. Oh, man, I'm talking brass knuckle Batman. Is that Batman punching Joker with brass oh, knuckles? Oh, yeah. The yeah. piano team. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Bloody checklist flying all over the place. There's the Looney Tunes thing again. I love the second page, dude. He goes fucking flying. Dude. Yeah, he's like a rocket, man. Like Wiley Coyote, dude. And then he, he catches um, Ivy and... Uh, Hatter and Penguin and Nets uh, throws a Batarang at Scarecrow. Almost looks like the Batarang rips Scarecrow in half. Then he goes after. Oh, this panel with Batman and uh, Catwoman, the big one. How amazing is that, man? The way That's sick. That. Yeah, the, the that, that washed out gray effect to make smoke and uh, shadows. And he's asking Selena or Catwoman, whose side are you on? And she says the same side that I'm always on. So... We cut over to the next page, and it seems that uh, Two-Face has um, Falcone hostage. Pretty damn good scene right here, actually. Batman says Harvey questions him, and he sa- Harvey Dent says, Harvey is gone. Two-Face is more like it, don't you think? And he says, if you pull that trigger, how are you different from the Roman? And then he says, that's Jim Gordon talking. You know the system doesn't work. That justice can be decided like the flip of a coin. Flips the coin... And just freaking two shots right in Falcone said. Two shots to the head. If you ask me, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Uh, real quick. I love that. This scene right here. Dark Knight, right? All over. Written all over it. When Batman's trying to talk some sense into Harvey. Tell him don't do it. You know. Yeah. To see like Harvey just waste Falcone like that. Point blank, man. On the ground, in front of a bunch of beat-up rogues, after Maroni died at the hands of his son, Alberto. So Maroni and Falcone were killed in the story at this point. Like, yeah. Coming in, think about it. Jeff Loeb got permission, right, for Miller and them to use these characters. And what does Jeff Loeb do? He's like, <laughs> I need some Godfather shit and fucking kill him. <laughs> Just, you know? Well, you know, maybe Frank Miller told him, hey, if you're going to use him, kill him. Mm, yeah. I can totally see him do, saying that. Yeah, just like Electra, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, they was talking about Jeff Loeb was talking about how, or someone asked him. He goes because Long Halloween was kind of considered Year Two, and then someone nicknamed it a Year Two Face. Mm. We cut over to the next page. Sophia's like, Papa, what the fuck? Dent, you <laughs> bastard! I'll kill you. Ooh, and right here you have Catwoman jumping on Sophia, giving, giving her, her the same scars. Yep. It's almost like saying uh, Falcone died, so someone else needs to don the scars and just slight swipes across Sophia's face, giving her three cuts. And they both go, they both go flying out of the window, Catwoman and Sophia. Sophia just lunges down the building while Catwoman hangs off. You guys notice how the detail keeps changing with, all, with, he, with every page? Like different yeah. styles. Well, it's like the smoke's clearing out, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think, and he's trying to emphasize that because it's clearing out and settling that uh, you could see more of everyone. Like the detail is more emphasized. Like in Batman, like that top panel is like really detailed. And he's, he's saying the dent, you know, you still believe in Gotham City. You were married here. You want to start a family. If nothing else, think of Gilda. Harvey's just looking at him, questioning it. And he says, give me the gun. Harvey says, nice try. And just swipes at him. And then we cut back over to... Um, I guess that would be Harvey Dent's office, wouldn't it? Where yeah, Vernon's sitting? Yeah. Yeah, Vernon's in Harvey Dent's office when 
Lo and behold, Two-Face walks in. Well, to make a long story short, pretty much he goes, he knows everything, how everything went down. And uh, Vernon is pleading, please don't kill me, Mr. Dent. Turn the page. Harvey Dent flips a coin. And next thing you know, Batman's at the scene with, uh, with the holiday gun, right, the handgun, on the table, in blood, where Vernon's head now lays. And uh, is that the coin that he left? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first instance of Two-Face leaving uh, that calling card of the coin. Right. <clears throat> we cut back over to the bat signal. I guess top of Gotham City Police Department, where Harvey Dent is over the ledge with a bloody hand. And he said he killed twice tonight. He did what needed to be done. Batman questions why. He just says, I did what needed to be done. Batman says, you'll never convince me of that. And then good old Jimbo walks in. <laughs> right? Late as ever. Good old Jimbo. Yeah. He's like, my right God, on, what's happened to you? on Timeler. Mm. <laughs> this is what I like that was different from The Dark Knight, is that they're, they're actually all standing there the same way they did originally, only now with Harvey Dent being Two-Face. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, so Harvey Dent says, There won't be any judges to be bribed, no witnesses who will disappear. The Roman is dead, and I killed him. The long Halloween is over. Gordon's like, Harvey, you betrayed everything you believe in. And then um, Harvey Dent says, Not everything. And this is kind of where I understand Nolan citing the long Halloween as an epic tragedy because it just all went wrong in the end. A lot of people died, and... Harvey Dent gave up, and it's just not much, not really any good came from this for the most part. And he's like, Arrest me, Jimbo. We'll see how the law and order handle Harvey Dent. And then he goes, One second. Harvey Dent stops with a surprised face and says, You both know, don't you? There were two holiday killers. What? Yeah, Jimbo's like, (laughs) What do you think he meant? Yeah, well. Yeah, Jimbo's like, there were two holiday killers. Alberto Falcone confessed to all of the holiday killings. He's going to the gas chamber. And then Bat says, Harvey's obsessed with the number two. We'll never know for sure, but tonight was Halloween. Harvey Dent killed a Roman with a 22, the last holiday murder. In the end, Harvey Dent was holiday, too. So then you cut over to Jim's residence where he's holding his son. Barbara heard the news about Harvey's arrest. And then Jim just turns to her and says, you know, I believe in Gotham City. Turn the next page. What do you think of this splash page? Fucking sick. Look at that. Look at that. This is so good. Look at that gargoyle with that ledge. Yes. Great shot of the city, the skyline. Yeah. And that's looking all huge. And we're in Arkham Asylum again. And right across from the calendar man is Alberto. And they're going back and forth, naming holidays. He's going Groundhog Day, Secretary's Day, Flag Day, Ash Wednesday, Earth Day, Boxing Day. And then Calendar Man says, Calendar Man. And Alberto says, Holiday. So they're both looking at each other. like kind of like this is intru- introducing themselves. This mm. is where I think the story should have ended right here. But it doesn't. We'll see. So then we cut over to the next page. And Harvey Dent is in a... Very odd-looking straight jacket. That's a... With, really, with ankle shackles, saying his wife's name. We cut back over to Harvey Dent's residence. It's Christmas time. Snow on his little cottage of a house. <laughs> and uh, Gild is packing up boxes. Looks like she's moving. Yeah, right. and there's a for sale sign out front, and it says sold. Okay, yeah, so she's gone. 
And then you see her walking down to the shed in the basement saying, Do you remember? You promised we would finally have time together. And then she's facing the furnace door, right? With the glow from and the fire. What's up? Before that, she's also saying the same thing Harvey was saying. I did what needed to be done. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And then when she's facing the furnace door, she says, when you didn't have so much work to do. And now we just see the furnace door open, flames everywhere. We see uh, Gilda first burning Holiday's hat and then Holiday's jacket and then a Holiday handgun with a, with a silencer as the pacifier. And she said, I read your case files about taking serial numbers off guns and how a baby bottle nipple would muffle the sound, um, how clues are left at crime scenes. And I thought if I did that, Batman would think it was someone extraordinary and not me. Not me. I used your hat and coat for disguise and left those things at the killings. Johnny Vitti was the first. Then again on Thanksgiving, I left the hospital while you slept, and again on Christmas. So right here, she was in bad shape after her house blew up, right? But she actually snuck out of the hospital while Dent was there? Yeah, this is where it falls apart for me. Right. But, and then she just continues with, But when Alberto Falcone was shot on New Year's and you came home late that night, your hair was wet even though you were wearing a hat. A hat. I found the gun in the basement. You told me it was evidence, but I knew. You had the same idea as me. You picked up where I left off. So we could so we could have time together. A child, a secret. Let them think it was Alberto. No one will ever find out because they don't have you to help. You are Apollo. You can do no wrong. And then when you cut to the last page, it's a splash page of this eerie glow on Gilda's face in a dark basement saying... I believe in Harvey Dent. So, so how many holiday killers were there? Well, it three. really, it really sounds like three. It does sound like three, right? Um, unless she was fooled and maybe Harvey wasn't killing those people and she just thought that he was. Mm. Well, I yeah. Well, you have Alberto. You have her confession. So maybe there was just two. I don't think Harvey Dent actually was. Holiday, I think Alberto faked his own death, and that's why eventually he went back and killed the coroner and killed his aunt and kept on doing the killings following the style of the original Holiday killer. And maybe Gilda stopped because she thought maybe Harvey took over. I don't know. The success of Batman begins in the dark night should be credited to Jeff Loeb as much as Christopher Nolan because they've taken so much from Jeff Loeb's writing and applied it to those movies that he really should get a big chunk of credit for it. He, you know, if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't have those brilliant movies. No way. Real quick, I just want to go over a funny thing where uh, they were talking about the uh, Valentine's Day cover. Oh, and another one with Batman and Ivy. And oddly enough, uh, Jeff said that Jim Lee would do a similar themed idea on the second Hush cover. And then Tim Sale goes, yeah, that Lee fella is always ripping me off. And I thought that was kind of funny <laughs> saying that, yeah, Jim takes a lot of his stuff. But, you know, real. so any any thoughts on the Holiday Killer while we wrap this one up? Well, like I said, I just think that, you know, maybe Gilda did the first couple ones and then and then Alberto faked his own death. And then that's why he killed the coroner and he killed his aunt and continued in the style of 
the original Holiday Killer, but I don't think Harvey Dent did any of those. Once we know this, uh, Gilda's uh, confession at the end, uh, if you think back to Calendar Man, all the times that he, particularly on the last visit that Batman paid to him, when he says something about uh, he is still evading you, isn't she? Mm -hmm. So he kind of knew he says he and she. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Loeb put all the clues out there, but, you know, he he added this one last twist at the very end. Gilda started it, and then... And it's it's ironic that, you know, she started it because she thought if she eliminated these crime bosses that it would free up Harvey Dent. And they could watch Netflix her. together. Yeah. They could watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> they watched Daredevil. <laughs> but all, all it did was create more chaos that eventually turned around and took the one thing she wanted away from her, you know. Yeah. So karma bit her in the ass. I love that because it's like every every single uh, person that's involved in the story they all have like their own agenda and really none of it works out for any of them right mm -mm. even catwoman you know? yeah even toots <laughs> yeah i mean toots. little dick vernon <laughs> he, he, toots. <laughs> he definitely you know he got you know, what he deserved i i thought it would have been cool if vernon turned out to be the holiday killer right that's what's so good about it is that seriously, until the end, you really don't you don't completely know. Well, that's because Jeff Loeb was paranoid about anybody figuring it out. You know, he was worried about people figuring out in like the third issue, and he's like, "What are we gonna do? We have like ten more issues to go." So, I think he, I, mean, I think maybe it was a little bit of a stretch with Gilda, but you know, he did cover his ass <laughs> where. You would probably never see yeah. see it being her. I think and by I mean, the time he was done writing it, he forgot who the killer was. Yeah, he was like, I've confused myself. <laughs> Where was I going with this? <laughs> well, it's, it's definitely one of the best Batman like murder mysteries. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I love it, man. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. I... I really don't know. You know, we, we literally broke it down panel by panel and... By doing so, I think we really found a lot of things that most people would overlook, even the second and third time reading it. The good part about it is, is we're all we all have different angles the way we look at it, and it brings out more love for it, man. And I just love that because we all point out something that is like we might have not noticed or whatever. And I love that about the story is there's so much that people probably don't notice. Right. That has so much to do with the story. Right. Uh, Jeff Loeb, it's one of his best pieces. I mean, he's written so many great stories, including, you know, the the Haunted Night trilogy. So good, yeah. Dark Victory, Hush, right. and, and the list goes on and on and on. Right. Uh, um... but... You know, where would you rank it? I, I mean, to me, it, it's definitely probably in my top three. You know, Batman a lot of people. Ever. A lot of people say they put it up there, shoulder to shoulder with uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Whereas, Long Halloween is like the greatest Batman slash Gotham story, as opposed to Dark Knight Returns, which they consider the greatest Batman slash Batman story. So, and... even even for people that don't like reading comics, this doesn't feel like reading a comic. Right. 
and it's an easy read too, which is nice. You know, yeah. it's not. It's really not that wordy. You know, it's not like The Dark Knight Returns, which is quite wordy. This one is really, it really flows well, especially in the last couple of issues that we just did. It just, it just flew. You know, because it's. I think it's like a, they were pacing it at this point. How many barbecue sauces do you give it? <laughs> oh. Well, are we talking? <laughs> are we talking? <laughs> Sweet, barbecue, sweet baby, sweet baby, right? Smoky sauce, or oh, that's good. There's all sorts of barbecue sauces. I give uh, it five out of five M M&M and M packs. Damn. <laughs> you, you can't with barbecue that, sauce, mother. Barbecue sauce M and M's. You know, okay. I will give it, and it's only because of the, the very very final. Three pages in with the Gilda confession and stuff like that. The rest of it is a masterpiece. I will give it 4.8 barbecues. Wow. <laughs> Gramps doesn't like the Shyamalan twist at the end. No. Mm-hmm. I felt it was like a very M. Night Shyamalan kind of, you know, with the let, twist. let down he ending. He, does, he doesn't they like sh- that uh, Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cut it off five minutes earlier. Five minutes earlier? Masterpiece. The aliens, they come, and then they're like, oh, well, we, we should go somewhere where there's a lot of water because it hurts us. Makes total sense. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it makes total sense, folks. That planet is 70% something that kills us. <laughs> that looks like a good spot. It's all water. <laughs> Goes to SeaWorld. <laughs> Like a manhunter going to a planet of fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Better dive in this volcano. It looks safe. <laughs> oh, let's real quick, Scott. How yeah. many out of five? How many trunks do you give the long Halloween, man? The whole sp- fuck. <laughs> I, I gotta say it's a. I mean, honestly, I, I gotta say it's a five out of five. Oh. Yeah. He just they, gave it a perfect trunk. I mean, uh, everything about it, I mean, <clears throat> the writing, the art, the way they, the angles, the mm. use of colors, black and white. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not just your typical, you know, uh, there's a villain, Batman has to solve this crime and then kicks the guy's ass and yeah. end the story. I mean, just Do you have you a guessing. favorite part? <sighs> Is it Toots? I, mean, I know it's Toots, right? <laughs> As Rich calls it spaghetti dick. It, it's yeah, it's where they try to load spaghetti dick in the trunk. Is that your favorite part? You know, that was, that yeah. was so funny. There's just too many to count. I mean, even up to the last page, they have you guessing. Yeah. I mean, they, they, even like they, they have you guess the entire the entire story, and even when you think you have it figured out, the the last couple pages. It still makes you question. That's Gramps' favorite what part, did, what actually. Did, what did you think? What did you think of the twist at the end, where Gilda reveals what she had done? Yeah, see, that's that, that's what I was talking about. I mean, goddamn. I mean, <laughs> for me, I, some of Scott, it's I not can tell you get pulled over a lot. Like license and registration. Ah, I mean, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, even with Gilda at the end, I mean. Uh, here, uh, even up to that point, you know, like I said, for the entire story, all the issues you're guessing, and then, oh, it's, you know, when 
they're in the sewers or, what, or the underground tunnels and Gordon flashes the flashlight and you see it's how ho uh well holiday who holiday is and it's uh Alberto. Mm, yeah, yeah. But then at the end with Gilda, it's like, fuck, it's it's making me say it makes me second guess about. Well, it also everything. makes me guess is Alberto telling the truth or is he just. Yeah. It's mine. Is he just wanting to take the blame so he can, uh, you know, Almost get some attention from his father in a way? Did he really was he really involved? Was Gilda really involved? Was Harvey involved? Who knows? Mm. Only Jeff Loeb knows. But you know what? That. He did that on purpose, so we'd be here talking about it today, you know? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. So that concludes the Batman Long Halloween Countdown to Halloween Day. The Long Halloween is easily one of the greatest Batman stories ever told and definitely recommended for anyone. So either you're trick-or-treating or going to a Halloween party or just howling at the moon and looking for the great pumpkin, happy Halloween to you from all of us here at the Bat Force.